Hello, and welcome to May 2022. Ah, So good to have you here with me. If you are um, listening in, then hopefully you have found the episode today that is your zodiac elements. So we have uh, fire signs, which are Leo, Aries, and Sagittarius. We'll have water signs together in one episode. So Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. We will have the earth signs all together. So that's Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn. And we will also have, of course, all the air signs together. So that is uh, Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius. So hopefully you have um, found the one you want, (laughs) whether it's yours or somebody else's. Highly recommend if you're listening to this and it's for somebody else, please make sure you pause and make sure you listen to your own first. Um, If you're new around here, um, then you what you need to know about me is I'm all about coming back to ourselves, especially within our relationships and talk a lot about codependency and self-sacrifice and loss of self, and then also about returning and, you know, centering ourselves, really building a really stable foundation of who we are um, as we connect out into the world. So all that to say, uh, this is a call forward and, and a call maybe higher or whatever you want to call it, that if you are listening to this, because you're listening for a partner or a person that you like, (laughs) or somebody in that realm, um, it's not that you you shouldn't listen. Okay, you're going to do what you're going to do. I do the same thing sometimes. However, if you have not went and listened to yours first, I highly recommend this is a practice I, I do when I got into tarot. I was always watching the tarot reads of the people I liked, (laughs) or like um, Kyle, my partner, when we got together. And one of the ways I started coming back to myself is that even though I knew I was going to do that, the first thing I started doing was pausing and going and making sure I've listened to my own first. So that's just a way of reminding myself, and hopefully you can remind yourself that actually it's okay if you come first. Um, it's okay to to find your own center before you then connect out and you know see what's going on for someone else. Um, and in fact, I find we connect best when we can do this. Um, it's not always a perfect practice, but it is valuable, valuable to practice. Okay, with that said, and with my notifications deciding they needed to go off right now. <laughs> so enjoy that. Um, then this is um, this is our May readings. And so what these readings look like, well, one, they are forecast for the month ahead. So the month of May 2022. And then each zodiac sign, we're going to have a card that signifies you, signifies kind of a theme happening around you or, or over the month of May. Uh, we're going to have a card about what you may experience in May. So one is you and your energy. One is what you might actually experience, though. Um, Sometimes those can be different. And then I will pull a self-abandonment card for you. 
and a self-return card. So those are just like our dailies, but it's really for the month. And with these monthly readings, I highly recommend you Um, whether you have Google Calendar or Apple Calendar, or you write things down, return to this reading, please return to this reading. Um, Listen to it at the beginning of the month, jot down, journal, um, whatever you want to do about what comes up for you. And if there's anything in terms of what you want to embody this month, what you want to do this month, actions you may want to take, um, from listening to this, and then come back and re-listen, whether that's every Sunday, for instance, or if you want to do a midway point, uh, you could do re-listen on the 15th, and then re-listen on, say, the 30th. Highly recommend, highly recommend. So, um, and if you're listening to this, and you haven't gone back to listen to April's, today might actually be a really great day to do both, to listen to last month's, really reflect on where you've been last month, and then come in and listen to your new reading. So I have talked enough, but I always like to um, to to front load you a little bit of what you're walking into and, and how to use it this month. So with that being said, let's get into this episode's readings. So this is the air sign episode. So hopefully, if you've made it this far, um, you know you're on the right episode of what you're looking for. So let's go ahead and dive into our first reading, which is Libra. So Libra, I have pulled your cards. I will um, read them out to you of what they are. If you have a deck This is a great time if you're not in the car or taking a walk or doing chores. Um, If you want to pull these out or maybe to return to later, if you have a tarot deck to pull these out and place them Um, and you could even take a picture or hold on to them for the month. So here is what they are. So Libra, um, you this month, your energy is five of wands. So feeling um, a little bit competitive, feeling like you need to push, strive, prove um, in terms of the actions you take. Um, The theme of this month is Nine of Cups, getting everything your heart wants. Um, What does your heart want? Um, It looks like the theme is this is available to you if you want it. And your experience this month, so we have you, in the proving and the striving and um, that sort of energy. But what you can actually experience this month is the star card, which is the Aquarius card. And it is a card of healing for yourself and healing in the collective, as a collective, as a community. And so big healing energy, a lot of energy for you this month about being able to replenish yourself and kind of come back to life after a lot of break down and shakeups. Now, how you're going to self-abandon, how you might self-abandon yourself this month is the emperor card. Um, so this is Aries energy. It says, you know what, you, you're trying to pl- over plan things. You're trying to control things. You're trying to, um, you know, activate people into doing what you want. Um, and you're being a little bit stubborn in that, uh, it's time to let that go. You're losing yourself in that energy. 
And then the self-return card. So how you can come back and actually feel centered within, actually have a good stability inside you is the 13 card of death and rebirth. It's a Scorpio energy. You've got Aquarius, Aries, and Scorpio on the table here. Death and death and rebirth is about actually surrendering, actually moving through things and cutting them out. And this isn't about what is in your life. This is about you. So you're actually shedding identities you've held for a long time. Um, And the way you can come back to yourself is to let those identities go, to actually imagine that there could be more to who you are in the next phase of your life. And that while that's a mystery right now, I think you kind of can get inklings this month of what that could be. It's starting to take shape, but you have to let the old identities go. You have to let the old ways of doing things go. So let me get a lot deeper. That's probably a lot just off the bat, but let me get just a little more nuanced into each card. Okay. So for you with the five of wands energy. So five of wands energy is this energy of a lot of people kind of competing. They're all wanting to do the thing they want to do. And there's a little bit here of always, somebody's always coming up on top, out on top, which means somebody's always feeling left out or on the bottom. And I think what could be happening for some Libras, whether this is in your relationship, your work life, your friendships, too long have we held an attitude of competition, of being right and And too much have we gotten caught in proving ourselves to the people around us. And it's not just proving ourselves because our ego wants it, (laughs) which is a little bit of five of one's energy is, is that competition and, and that winning. I want to, I want to win all the time, but it's also a little bit of not feeling enough. And so we overcompensate by trying to do all the things and trying to really show off that we're okay. And in that energy, we can get really fiery. Five of wands can be arguments and squabbles and us snapping and our temper going. And in that, we we join the competition that's actually not there between us and our people. It's not there. It only feels competitive because we feel like something about us is lacking. And we try to overcompensate or overtalk or overargue uh, because our ego really needs that win because we are feeling less than. So heart to you, Libra, if you're here. Um, this, the only thing to do with this is acknowledge it, acknowledge that it's happening, um, and acknowledge that anyone who, whose spirit is clear does not feel the need to compete or prove themselves in order to feel enough or in order to feel dominant or in control. Your theme this month, nine of cups tells me that actually what you really want, um, either is available to you or it's becoming clear. 
uh, Nine of Cups is really about moving towards and transitioning towards um, that uh, real heart fulfillment. And so when we think about Five of Cups feeling not enough, Nine of Cups is like, not only am I feeling enough, I feel like the things I have are amazing. It's a card of gratitude. It's a card of appreciation. I'm going to move around while I talk here. Um, it's a card of appreciation. It's a card of, it, it, it's really your heart is full. And when your heart is full, you get to move on to 10 of cups, which is kind of like a happily ever after card. It's really about that long-term bliss with your people. It's about taking what's within and creating it in your family unit or in your relationships. But the first step is to really fulfill yourself. And so really asking yourself, what do I want out of life? You know, I've done things that maybe have made me materially fulfilled. I've done things that have, have really had me physically fulfilled. I've done things that have had me mentally fulfilled. You know, I've learned things. Um, but have I done things that have filled my heart? And this is about really getting to heart fulfillment. And so really getting real with yourself of when do I emotionally feel good? When is, is my emotions fulfilled? What experience have I had in life, whether recent or past, where I really felt that sense of inner fulfillment, that heart fulfillment? And can I bring that back into my life, maybe in a new way? We can't always return exactly. Um, in fact, I think we never get to return exactly to what we used to have. But even something like if you love to write and you think back and you think, wow, when I was journaling, I felt so emotionally fulfilled or when I was writing or when I was reading or when I was doing this, um, that's when I was the most emotionally fulfilled. Then it's saying, okay, well, you don't have to repeat the exact thing in the exact same way, but how can that fit into your life now? Um, is this about moving into a new job? Is this about moving into a new um, home or a new location uh, in order to do that? Um, is this just welcoming certain hobbies back into your life or certain people back into your life? So that's a big theme. So this is just something to watch for. Um, now, as for what you're experiencing is the star Aquarius energy. This is about actually being replenished. And so you might with the nine of cups here, along with the five of wands, a little bit of this is like when you move towards things that fill your heart with happiness, that's actually when this not enough feeling, this stress that you have over top of yourself, around doing enough or, or things like that, that's when this starts to soften. And that's when you really start to feel all of these cups fill up and all of it be replenished. And some healing can come in for you this month. And I think that you're going to see some healing come in. And I'm not talking about healed, 
like you're done. I'm just like, you, you're getting a taste of it. You're, you're starting to feel a little more invigorated. Um, you're starting to feel like your heart can calm down a little bit because five of wands is urgent energy. And so we need to slow our heart down. We, we need to do things that fill our metaphorical heart. Um, I honestly think that connects to the body and can have a physical effect on the body. Um, but you know, putting your heart through so much stress of proving and arguing is not good for it. We just want to fill it up. We want to fill it. We want to replenish it. We want to water it. And so your self-abandonment and self-returning is so clear because it really speaks, the emperor really speaks to Juan's energy. It, it's the same. It's um, fire and fire, where the death and rebirth is Scorpio energy, which speaks to nine of cups, which is water and water. And so the way you're losing yourself is by trying to exert control in trying to force solutions um, in your life, trying to plan ways to get ahead or get ahead of something. It's like you think you can plan your way out of whatever um, thing that's going on in your life that has you competing for some sort of end goal, whatever that is. Maybe it's some sort of healing with the star here, something you're trying to heal. And it's saying, this isn't going to work. It's not going to work. What you really need to do is start filling your metaphorical heart. And what you really need to do is let go of that person who used to plan and try to solve their life. And actually, what you really need to do is let go of old identities, like being the planner, like being strategic, like you know, doing exactly what you say when you're going to say it and getting X result. Is that still working? And if it's not, it's time to let that identity go. It's time for a death and rebirth. It's time to move on to the next stage of life. It really is Libra. It's just time. Who you have been got you to where you are. And so if things are not working, then that person who you were um, is no longer going to work for you. Does that make sense, Libra? I'm going to say that one more time. Who you've been got you to where you are right now. And so if there's something you're competing to try to solve because you feel like you're not enough if this experience is happening, then it's time to go, oh, the person I was actually got me that that situation and it got me to this result. And so the logical thing to do, Libra, is to let that person go. Let those things you used to do go. Let those qualities you thought solved everything go. And instead, move towards things that fill your heart. What would make you happy? What would make you happy, Libra? That's the next version of who you are becoming if you let yourself do that. And if you do, I see you experiencing a lot of healing from that. So that's what I have for you, Libra. Uh, let's move on to Gemini. Okay, Gemini. So your you card, so this is your energy of the month, is a reverse King of Cups. So feeling a little bit like 
Um, your emotions are um, just all over the place, temperamental, a little bit of a cyclone, uh, maybe feelings of activation or, or triggering will come up. And while this is all happening, it's this feeling of not really knowing what it is. It's like, you know, you're having emotions, but you don't know what they are or why you're having them. And because of that, it's kind of exploding out of you and in ways that aren't productive. (laughs) And we're going to get more into each card here, but I'm going to read you through the rest of yours. Now your theme of the month, things that might be coming up in terms of a theme is queen of swords. And this is about communicating really honestly. And so I see you kind of striving to really communicate what's real for you, what's honest for you in the clearest terms. But because you're unsure how you feel, this might be a little bit of a struggle. However, (laughs) I have some thoughts on that. So hang with me. Now, what you may experience. Now, this is different from your energy. So your energy is really you. What you might experience can be more than that. It can be what you go through. And so your experience is the hanged man. And this is actually about realizing that we need to give up on something that we have been holding on to. Um, Chances are with this King of Cups, it's the emotional expectations we had. And that when we actually surrender, we say, actually, I'm really powerless to create the exact emotional experience I want to be having. That is when we soften. That is when we become flexible. That is when all of a sudden we awaken to a brand new perspective of things. But until we're willing to to forego, we just can't see it. We can't see what's there. And your self-abandonment. So your self-abandonment card is the reversed sun card. And so while this is usually a card of bliss and playfulness and childlike energy, with it reversed, there's a real um, skewing to the negative or the positivity bypassing, which is like, it doesn't matter. I'm just going to have a good time. And then you kind of do, but usually by the end, things fall apart again and you're left wondering why you're still not happy. And this can be a really um, urgent card where we feel um, we just want to create pleasure and happiness now. Um, And what (laughs) what it's saying is this, this is taking you further away from from where you need to be, Gemini. Yourself returning is the tower. And so this is really what's going on is the things we've built are just like not quite what we wanted. Um, Or they're not quite what is for us. And we might not even know that. Sometimes we have a picture in our own head you know, King of Cups, (laughs) sometimes we have a picture in our own head of what we want. And the hanged man says it might be time to give up on that because what you actually build, it doesn't fulfill you. And so sometimes we actually think we know what we want. And then when we build it, it, it just, it falls flat. 
because we had expectations of how we were going to feel emotionally when it looked like this or that. Um, And so the tower comes in to say, the only way you can return to yourself is to completely break down the structure, um, possibly even the foundations of what things look like, of the systems in place, of how you're supported, of really just what your relationship looks like, what your what your business looks like, um, what your family life, your chores, your day-to-day life, whatever it might be, um, whatever it looks like, whatever it's been building into, it's like actually like close, but not quite right. And so it's time, it's like the kid with the Jenga and the blocks, like I got to just tear it down and start new. And you might need to be doing this this month. In fact, the cards really say in this reading, in order to really return to yourself, you have to be willing to let go of what you thought would make you happy, because it's not. And unbuild what you've built and rebuild. Um, But make sure you are tearing down enough of it. Don't think you can just tear off the top and replace it and everything will be okay if there's a crack in the foundation. Okay, so let's talk a little bit more about each of these cards. So like I was saying, King of Cups energy, usually this King of Cups is all about using his emotions to really be a stable force in the world, uh, to have emotional success and emotional maturity, right? That end goal of, you know, the things I do are emotionally stable. Uh, Kings are really about doing energy. And so with him reversed, it's, we really are trying to do too much in order to gain the emotional experiences that we want to be having. And so Gemini, this is about releasing that control. And this is about noticing um, how, oh, what is the word? How big, how stormy our emotional experiences have felt to the point where we actually maybe can't even pinpoint, can't even pinpoint what is going on with us. We just know on a regular basis, we're being activated, we're being triggered, we're, we're having these big emotional experiences, and we don't even know what they're about. Um, so it can be a big time <laughs> for for my Gemini's in May, it looks like in terms of, I'm feeling these things, I don't know why, and they're kind of coming out everywhere. Um, that's okay, you don't need to know. The Queen of Swords says, just be honest. And here's Here's a little thing I've learned when we are confused about how we feel. Often when we somebody says, or we think to ourselves, I need to be really clear and I need to be really honest <laughs> about how I feel. And the Queen of Swords wants us to do this. It, she wants us to communicate. She is embodied in Swords energy. Okay, so she she knows how to yield her communication. She knows how to use her thoughts to her benefit. She knows how to get clear. She is clear. She is a good communicator, right? She embodies it. She bees, like it's the being energy, right? She is the, 
she she is these qualities. Why does that sound weird? <laughs> she is, she is, are. <laughs> I don't know why that didn't sound correct to me, but she's these qualities. I'm not being a clear communicator, but she is. However, what we often do when we're confused emotionally and want to share honestly is we try to sit down and figure out what we feel, but that's not honest. That's not true. That's not clear. That's saying, I have to figure this out before. I have to have a better answer than what I have. And the honest answer, if you're feeling this reverse king of cups, is to communicate, I have a lot of emotions. I can't seem to name them. They seem to be coming out everywhere. I don't know what I feel. I'm having a lot of emotions and it's scary because I can't figure out what they are. I don't have clarity right now. These are honest. Sitting down to figure out exactly what each of these emotions are will just have us kind of putting a mask on them of what we think they are and then communicating them as true. So do you see the subtle difference there? One is naming your experience of these emotions. The other one is trying to dominate them by giving them language when they weren't ready to give you language. You kind of forced language upon them. So be really clear that you're confused. (laughs) Be really clear, Gemini. Now the hanged man says, whatever... Whatever it is, whatever has you emotionally confused, the ways you've been going about figuring this out aren't working. And it's time to actually give up what you think will work. Um, The hanged man is about our ego and about our ego saying, but I know how to do this. I want to be the one that knows more about me or more about what I should do. And of course, we really want to be in tune with ourselves. But some of my biggest revelations about myself have not come from me. In fact, I'd say a lot of them don't come from me. But I get awakened to them. My perspective gets shifted to them when I listen to what others are telling me their feedback. And so this might be your person, this might be um, a, a coach or somebody else. And all of a sudden, when you say, you know what, I give up, I can't even figure out why I feel the way I feel right now, then that's about the time when some big revelation happens. When you actually give up trying. There is power in being powerless and admitting that what you're doing isn't working and stopping. You know, hanged man is really like, stop what you're doing. It's not working. Admit that it's not working. And in that, sometimes we actually see what we needed to see all along. But our ego just did not want us to surrender. Um, uh, you know, it really wanted us to be the smart ones to figure everything out. Um, yeah, very interesting energy. Now with your self abandonment and self returning, um, I did a whole podcast on 
the sun and the moon. You could go back to that one. Um, I forget what it was called. Um, but if you remember, you can head back. Um, goodness me, I, something about the subconscious. But the sun here in self-abandonment really is just that chasing of happiness and it's not working. You know, you're trying to get to it at all costs, but the tower's coming in to say the things you're building in order to get you higher to that sun, to that pleasure, to that bliss, um, it, it, that structure doesn't work. That system doesn't work. That way of doing things doesn't work. Um, the way you built your relationship out, the way you built your business out, the way you've built your family dynamics, uh, the way you connect with friends and family, you know, whatever, it could be all sorts of things. Um, that system isn't working. And this is it. And this is why you need the hanged man because it takes a huge amount of humbleness and humility to be like, oh, the thing I thought I wanted, the way I wanted things to be done, it's not working. And they need to come down. And if our ego is fighting and wants us to be right, instead of happy with the sun here, um, we're, that that's not going to lead us to where we actually need to go and to be building the systems and the structures and the way things should go um, in a way that actually does make us happy. Um, so, so lots of deconstruction of the way things look. Um, this is really, the tower can be all of a sudden in May, the relationship you thought you had, the way you built things completely shifts. Um, so it's like, oh, we're like, no longer um, going on dates three times a week. Now we're living together or vice versa. Um, this can be, oh, I thought I was creating this in my business, but actually this system and this project over here works better. Um, so it really is a lot about um, giving up the way you've been building things and shifting gears when that clarity finally does come through and rebuilding um, from there. So that's what I have for you, Gemini. Uh, enjoy your May and let's move on to Aquarius. All right, Aquarius. So this is your reading for May 2022. So um, your card. So this is your energy this month is the 10 of pentacles. And this is just really all about considering the longevity of the things you're materializing into your life. So, um, the money you're making, the job you have, the way you're taking care of your body, the way you're taking care of your family, the way you're taking care of your relationship, um, the responsibilities at home that you do with other people. All of these things are seem to be what is um, on your mind, seem to be influencing you. And this really feels like your energy as if you're kind of being called to look at um, how you're taking care of your life in a very like material physical realm um, long term and what you're creating out of that and what the end results of the way you're doing that 
um, is creating um, because Ten of Pentacles is all about the legacy. So it's a little bit of like what kind of habits, what kind of routine, what kind of home, um, what kind of home life, uh, what kind of resources um, are you creating to actually have um like a happy home life long term. Um, the, that seems to really be in your energy field looking at that. Um, like, how can I create a really stable home um, for the long term here? Now, for your theme card, you have the reversed page of swords. And uh, usually this card is about being kind of detached and using your mind in new ways, being really curious um, about the way you make meaning out of things and what you're learning in a way where you can kind of step back and observe it and be detached and not make meaning out of it. Um, so it's a really good card in that sense, but it's reversed. And so what happens when this page becomes reversed is it is kind of somebody who's beginning to be really curious about their own awareness, but in a way where they're trying to be too involved. Um, and the best way I know how to put this um, in this reading and what I'm hearing is it's somebody who takes that awareness, who takes that observation, who takes the things that they're learning and and that they're seeing in their thoughts and strikes out with it. It's really um, reminds me of energy of somebody who learns something new um, and then automatically kind of lashes out at people in their life who aren't doing the same things. Um, now that might not actually be what what manifests for you in this card this month, but it's that energy of taking that awareness and that observation and actually going too far forward and really cutting people down with that information. So really kind of watch this energy. Um, it's a theme that's coming up is a little bit of getting involved in things that you don't need to be involved in, saying things you don't need to be saying um, that actually might be in your best interest to kind of write this card and become more detached and observational where you are just watching things play out versus getting involved in it um, in a way that ends up sort of being that sort of juvenile, they always have to have an opinion on something sort of energy. Now, the experience, what you're experiencing this month. So your energy is really on this like long term home you're creating and how to do that. But what you're experiencing is the strength card, which is Leo energy. And this is really about kind of taming that inner ferocity that you are very strong. And I think what you're going to experience this month is this um, dance and this um, navigation of how to be really strong within and, and know and believe that you have that strength and yet not have to 
um, push that strength out into the world. Um, it really combines with the page of swords in a sense that says, you know, just because you see something doesn't mean you have to say something just because you learn something or you observe something doesn't mean you have to lash out. And the strength card is really this. It's, you know, power is within you. It, it, it's seen, it's felt, it's a vibration. Um, and strength is a vibration from the inside out. And you actually don't have to force this energy out of you. Um, because when we do, when we go, I have to prove how strong I am. Um, I have to prove how inner, uh, how much inner strength I have. What happens is we are needlessly callous and needlessly, um, uh, forceful and needlessly controlling. And we kind of let the beast out as it were with the strength card and, um, true inner power is actually comes across quite gentle because inner strength is knowing yourself to the point where um, that forcefulness softens and that strong energy. Um, it takes somebody very strong to soften in that way. Um, now for your self-abandonment energy, you have the four of cups and for yourself returning, you have the seven of cups. And now, funnily enough, one, this is just the way you return to yourself and lose yourself is on the emotional plane. It's with your heart, Aquarius. And funnily enough, the four and the seven almost have the same sort of feel because the four of cups is someone who is sitting and almost meditating on three empty cups with one new one kind of off to the side. And it's a very kind of contemplation type card. The seven of cups is seven cups full of different things. And somebody's looking at them almost daydreaming about them. And so there's this real um, stillness in both of these cards. There's this real non-movement in both of these cards. And so I think that's good. Um, with this, both the self-abandonment and the self-returning, there's kind of a, you're not really doing anything here type of energy. Again, lends itself to strength, lends itself to the reverse page of swords. It's almost as if, if you want a long-term home life, you have to learn how to detach and actually not take action and not force yourself um, upon people and not force what you're learning or what you think you should do onto people to actually maybe just ease back and be a strong force and a strong vibration without it actually being like a physical, verbal thing. It's all in your energy in May, Aquarius. This is energetically and so what this will look like in the real world is actually you with the Ten of Pentacles just doing what you need to do to build a more stable home for the long term, but in a very quiet way, in a very meditative way, in a very still way, where you're actually not forcing your opinion, you're not forcing your strength upon people. Um, 
And with the Four of Cups and the Seven of Cups, so what I'm seeing is a very subtle difference between how you lose yourself and how you return to yourself. And so with the Four of Cups, how you lose yourself is to think that doing nothing, right? Having your inner strength, being kind of an energetic strength and not um, one that's taking any kind of big action or saying anything. Um, it, you lose yourself when you think that that's boring, that that's too... I don't know what, but I, I want to use the word boring. You know, four of cups can kind of be this like, uh, you know, I see what's here, but like nothing interests me. And it may be a little bit of that getting caught up in the drama um, and getting caught up in that kind of conflict. And so what this could be is some big, big healing um, that needs to happen around the fact that a stable home is one that that isn't dramatic all the time, that isn't getting your emotions um, out of whack on a roller coaster. This might have been uh, with the reverse page of swords and the strength card, um, even the Ten of Pentacles, if you came from a home that wasn't very stable, this could be the fact that this is just a, a huge pattern in you. It, it, it's been learned, right? Reverse page of swords. Something has been learned that maybe you wish you hadn't learned, which is if there's no upheaval, if there's no conflict, then this relationship, this home life is boring. And if it's boring, maybe I shouldn't stay. And the seven of cups comes in to say, now, wait, wait, wait a second. Actually, it's okay when things are calm and you have time to imagine what's possible. And in fact, Instead of seeing this as empty, like like it's boring, right? Empty equals boring. There's no big emotions going on. The seven of cups comes in with all of these things in the cups. It's like all these possibilities that this person is looking at. Every cup in the seven of cups has some sort of different uh, possibility coming out of it. And the person is kind of looking up into the clouds, contemplating and daydreaming these things. And it's such a subtle difference from the four of cups. And the seven of cups is that, hey, when things are this quiet, that's when you can start to imagine what you really want. And that's when you have the time and space to daydream and dream together with your partner and visualize what you want and to actually use more of this quiet time, more of this eased back energy where you're not forcing things to actually sit and visualize what you want and that having space to meditate, be still, um, use your imagination, visualize that that's actually really going to be helpful rather than sitting back and thinking life's boring um, and then kind of ending up stirring the pot. 
<laughs> a little bit um, and kind of forcing that inner beast within you out <laughs> onto your people, your relationship, onto your home life. I say home life because we have ten pentacles, um, which is like this long-term happy, stable home with, you know, a married couple and kids and their kids and all of that sort of thing. So I see a really still month for you. I see a month where you're really easing back, forcing what's inside of you out into the world and actually coming into an energetic strength and an inner strength that says, I don't have to be loud and forceful and, you know, um, make everything happen. What I actually really need to do is just take some space, um, be energetically strong through this and keep easing back and keep visualizing, you know, what my heart wants. Um, so that's what I have for you. Aquarius feels like, I mean, I think it feels like quite an interesting way to spend the spring, to spend May. So enjoy. Um, and that is the end. You are our last one, Aquarius, for our air signs for May 2022. Um, yeah. So uh, I hope you enjoyed these. If you did, please let me know, leave a review, um, all those wonderful things. And I will catch you tomorrow for our regular scheduled daily tarot reading. All right. I care about you. See you tomorrow. Bye now.